AFC North. You ready? Ooh, yep. Two, one. Browns. Bengals. Bengals. Oh, Browns. Browns. Yeah. What? Nah, dude, you're buying too much of yeah, the hype. Give your explanation. Go on. What's up, everybody? It is a Win is a Win podcast. Episode, what, like 30? I think is what it is. Yeah, this is this is 30. The big oh, three zero. I'm freaking on it today. Um, yeah, episode 30. We're pretty excited about the topics we have today. Um, we'll be talking basically about the NFL. That's pretty much what it is. Um, we're going to be talking a little bit about A-Rod and his little injury that happened last night, unfortunately. We'll also be talking about the rest of the NFL and division winners. But before we move on, I think we should all give a little fantasy recap of our league that we're in. I know this is the intro, um, but I can start off first. I got freaking dominated. Well, not even dominated. I only lost by like 20 points, 25 points. Um, But my team freaking decided to lay an egg. Um, you know, projected the most points, ended up getting, I think, like, the third worst or whatever. Um, but, yeah, Jamar Chase decided to say, you know what? We're in Cleveland. I'm out. <laughs> Same with Joe Burrow. Um, and who else disappointed me? Oh, I didn't have Mitch Andrews, so that kind of sucked. And then, like, the Lions didn't use Jameer Gibbs, so that kind of sucked. So, you know, it's okay. It's week one. It's always good to get that first loss out of the way, lower the expectations so we know seriously. So, and I play Sam next week. So, you know, I mean, who knows? I could be at the bottom. Who knows? All right. We're going into our uh, recaps. Yeah, I did win. I saw that I was the low score to win, which is perfect for, hey, a win is a win. That's all I got to say about that. It's not like I did that bad either. I think I scored like 112-ish. So it's not the worst week ever. Beat Eric out by a few points, even with Kelsey being out, who was my first pick. Yeah, I mean, Tua was was really good for me. And the rest of the team was just solid. I did lose JK. And that hurts me more as a Ravens fan, more than a fantasy team owner. But at least he got me some points before he got hurt. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm happy with my team. Brandon Ayuk blew up on my bench, so he'll be going in the starting lineup next week. That's for sure. <laughs> Won't be making that mistake again. He looked really good. Yeah, I, I like where my team's at. I think I got a good chance. Well, I guess I'm the last to talk about my team. Um, I did terribly, too. I feel like this is kind of a running thing. My team just always sucks in the first couple of weeks in fantasy. But yeah. um yeah, no, my team only scored 91 points. That was the second worst in the league that week, I think. Um, I thought my team did all right. I mean, I kind of sold and flex. George Kittle, my tight end, he didn't do too great. Uh, I did terrible on defense. Minnesota had two points. I drafted the Jets to play. They had 21. I I can never get defenses right. And then I also have Aaron Rodgers as my QB. And he dropped a fat goose egg. He decided to break his Achilles four plays in on Monday. I had no chance of beating CB at that point. So I was just like, well, throw in the towel. I guess we'll, we'll group together and play Madden next week. I'm I'm prepared to go 0-2. Hey, 
but it's not new for me. At least someone will be joining me in the win column next week. That's a guarantee. Someone is going to win, and they're going to join me. And one of you is going to be without a win. And so whoever that is between you two is going to be in for a long episode. I feel like like this might be the week for the Zach Wilson card, my guy. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah? You want to bet on Zach Wilson card? Well, I mean, I feel like I want to get it anyways. That's true. He does. He is going to be playing for it, too, next week. How about this? How about this? And this is—I know this is still the intro, but before we go into the A Rod thing, how about this? If I win, because I we can get the card either way. If I win, I just get the card. But if I lose, I'll pay you like twenty-five bucks on Venmo or whatever for it. Whoa, bucks! Whoa. Well, because I'm a bucks, whatever it is, like I'll pay you for it. How about that? I'll I'll have to let you know. I'll have to let you know about it, Matt. Because I don't know. There's there's stuff to think about but i'm sure we will uh have another podcast episode before then so we'll discuss a little bit more and yeah zach wilson he's gonna be playing for the jets now that a rod died on the field it sucks for him i'll be honest i'm not a big a rod fan in the first place but we pretty much saw his career end on monday night I do yeah. have to. I do have to say real quick. Every time you say A Rod, I keep thinking of Alex Rodriguez, and I apologize <laughs> I for that. So too. Uh, <laughs> anyway, right. I just I, I know like they call him A Rod as well because of Alex Rodriguez, right? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Alex Rodriguez, A Rod, you know. So, but I don't know. Did you guys watch the game last night? Like, all I know for me, like whenever I was watching the game last night, and Charles watched the regular, um, like the regular broadcast. I watched the Manning cast, which I really love the Manning cast. I know Charles doesn't. Um, but, like, I went to go to the bathroom. Like, I turned it on, went to go to the bathroom, and, like, next thing I know, like, Aaron Rodgers is, like, out, and they keep replaying this. And I'm like, oh, like, did he fumble it or something? And, like, nothing happened. And I was like, oh, okay, like, this is interesting. And then, like, a minute later, like, oh, yeah, so – um his Achilles might be torn. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and I had to like watch the play like, like so many times. Cause I was like, how did this like even happen? Like it looked like a routine, like sack, like it didn't look bad at all. And then it's like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is pretty much done. And I'm like, he only got four snaps. Like what the heck? Like the most hyped debut, like Monday night football. And then it's like, Oh yeah, he's not going to play right now. It's like, what? Yeah. It was pretty frustrating to watch because I was watching the regular ESPN broadcast live and I saw that happening. I Obviously, I had to watch the whole game live because not only do I have Rodgers on my fantasy team, I also had Garrett Wilson, so I needed them both to kind of ball out for a chance to win week one. But yeah, I was watching that game too and it just looked like he got sacked and he stood back up and then he just laid back down and I was like, what is he doing? And then he just nonchalantly just limped off and got carted away. And he's like, oh, yeah, he might be out for the season. Sam's like, I need you to play for my fantasy team, dog. Yeah, seriously. And yeah, I was disappointed. I was still finishing cooking dinner when the game had started. So I was kind of in and out, almost like Matt. You know, I wasn't really focused on the game yet. And I kind of, you know, walked in and right when I basically had finished and got everything settled in, it's like it was might have been right before or right after the sack had happened. I can't remember honestly exactly what happened. I just remember him falling to the ground on the camera 
And then they were like, Rogers is coming out. And I was like, oh, you know, huh. I thought maybe, you know, I really only thought maybe he got his ankle rolled up on or something. I did not, you know, once you watch the slow-mo replay, you can see the cap pop. And then, you know, that's when you can, you, you, you know that something happened. But yeah, I thought maybe it was just like a an ankle like sprain or roll up. And, and next thing I know, he's in the tent. And then I'm still, I think I was getting something as well. And then I hear in the back, you know, I hear they're getting the cart for Aaron Rodgers. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is, it didn't even feel real. And it still doesn't feel real. Four snaps in, he's been pretty durable. He's had maybe a, a few injuries, but nothing major. And The only major one was his collarbone. But yeah, but even then, he only broke missed. It, broke it, but even then he only missed, what, like four six. games, five games? No, he may have missed like seven, but that's still not too bad at all. And yeah, just this debut, whole new team. It still just doesn't feel real, and I, I don't it, – it sucks a lot for sure. And you never want to see that for anyone. And I, I'm like Sam. I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers fan, but you never want to see that. And it, it really did suck the life out of the Jets in that moment and kind of the rest of that first half, I would say. It just felt different. Like the game just felt not the same after that. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if any of you guys both saw, like, the run out, but it was pretty cool, like, him, like, carrying the, you know, the American flag in because of 9-11, you know, playing in New York, all that kind of stuff. I was like, oh, like, this, this is pretty hype. Like, I, I'm excited, you know? Mm. That was pretty and, awesome, yeah. Um, yeah, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, he's out. And then, of course, good old Sam Cook decided to uh, meme Zach Wilson pretty much, like, as soon as he got in. <laughs> calling him the Kadarius Tonys of QBs, which obviously proved to not be true because the Jets actually did win. And I know people are like, oh, well, the defense, you know, they, you know, they basically won the game for them, which I mean, yeah, I mean, creating that many turnovers, I can see, but at the same time, your quarterback still has to get you in positions to win. And I mean, granted, Zach Wilson did throw an interception, but he only threw one, whereas Josh Allen threw four. And then he did make a good play throw to Garrett Wilson. Um, was it three? Oh, sorry, a fumble. He had four turnovers, a fumble and three interceptions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I thought Zach played – I think he played better than what I expected to. And, I mean, think about it. For the whole probably this past week, maybe even two weeks, He's like, okay, I'm going to be the backup QB for this season. I'm going to learn behind Aaron Rodgers. That first game, he's like, I'm not even coming in, right? And then four plays in, oh, hey, you got to come in. Like, that's hard to do too, you know? So I think with everything going on, I think Zach played probably the best that would probably be expected of him to play at that moment. That's fair. That's fair. Because he definitely – uh, no one, I mean, no one saw that coming where a, a super hyped up QB like Aaron Rodgers too, especially just getting into a new team finally, and he just crapped out four snaps in. I would feel pretty bad for Zach Wilson too. So that, that's a fair argument. Uh, I'm I'm obviously not as optimistic towards Zach as you are, Matt, but he did, he did pretty solid for like the situation. I'll agree. Because, I mean, I would be really, really nervous. If I were in his shoes, I wouldn't know what to do. So, 
he took it like a champ. The Jets did win, so at the end of the day, he he was the winning quarterback. So, yeah. props to him. Yeah, it was it was a gritty team win by the Jets for sure, and obviously the defense deserves so much credit, and they've gotten a lot of credit as they should. Of course, you know the special teams, the punt return wins the game, and yeah, going to the offense. I mean, Zach Wilson did enough. I would say he made enough plays when it needed to be to win the game. He didn't have to do too much at all. And obviously me and Matt are both, or I I would say I was more uh, before, not now. I was more of a Zach Wilson supporter too. I believed in him. I picked him and Matt and I's Madden draft we did last year. And it cost me the win because of that. I was, I believed in him and he obviously proved me wrong last year because he was not very good got benched and so I worry a bit about it and I'm kind of with Sam I'm still not sure about Zach Wilson for this whole season truly but there were some things I saw that I did like good decisions but then of course you know the interception was was pretty bad and I I still worry about those kind of throws and because those those kind of throws can lose you games sometimes but you know, yeah, it was an inspiring win. I mean, obviously, when I think that they obviously came out in the second half and played a lot better. They got regrouped in the locker room, and it was really cool to see. Obviously, the atmosphere was electric when they did win. I'm sure, obviously, the emotions came down, though, when they realized still, you know, Aaron Rodgers, the guy we traded for, who's supposed to maybe give us a chance, is, is you know, probably done. But still, just just a great win, I would say. But But like I was saying about Zach Wilson, I'm not sure. Yeah, what do you guys think about the, the outlook for the Jets now? Obviously, we're potentially uh, picked to win the division and make the playoffs. What do you see for them now? And do you think Zach Wilson can have success with the Jets? Um, I think that the Jets are a fringe playoff team. I think they can still get there considering their defense and stuff. I do think that Zach is your starter. Um, I know they talked about bringing in some older quarterbacks and stuff, like Carson Wentz and everything. But at the same time, it's like you're going to bring him in for a year. Those guys are going to get to, you know, probably like him, surround him and stuff. But you're still going to have Zach there because he still has, you know, a couple more years left on his deal and everything. And... You know, maybe maybe having Aaron Rodgers for this whole summer, maybe that was like a kick in the butt for Zach to kind of take it more seriously. Like if you look at the – whenever Zach had the interception and stuff, like guys actually came up to him and said, hey, it's okay, you know, and Zach kind of responded. And even even after the win, it wasn't like a, oh, I'm him. Like he went and celebrated with his teammates, you know, which I think last year I don't think that would have happened, you know, just from what happened and everything. So – I think Zach Wilson will do a decent job. I don't think he's going to be like, you know, MVP candidate or, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I think out of the options that the Jets have right now, whether free agency or even the roster, I think he's the best one. And I think he's going to be QB1 till the end of the season until Rodgers comes back for next year. But I'd say fringe playoff team, like they're probably in number seven, probably. And also, yeah, that's another good point. You think Rodgers will play again then? You don't think he's I do. Career ending? I think he won't. I don't think he'll want to leave on that note. I think he'll I think he'll come back. 
play the last year and then be done. I, I think this injury, I think, maybe sped up his retirement stuff just because it is a really grueling injury to come back from the Achilles and stuff. So I think this will be – I think next year will be his last year, and he'll be like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good, I'm done. So – What about you, Sam? Um, yeah, I I can agree with Matt. Um, they're they're definitely a fringe playoff team in my mind. Um, if Zach Wilson stays as the starter, I don't really know about that. I I did also see those reports that they're working out a few more veteran QBs. I don't know if they'll have much success either, but um, it's it's still kind of interesting to see how that QB battle would work. But they definitely need like at least a solid at least a kind of a solid qb to get that team going they're they looked really really good on defense and special teams um on monday night which is great to see but you need a good uh quarterback to start a good offense to actually win games defense is great but you're not really going to do much if you can only put up like seven or 13 or 14 points per game and it, the Jets were really close to looking like that until, like, the very end of the game on Monday night against the Bills. Thankfully for the, thankfully for them, the Bills kind of crapped out, and Josh Allen did terrible. I don't know what his deal is lately, but he's just been awful. But, uh, yeah, I, I think the Jets, for now at least, unless they do some, like, miracle trade happen or they pull magic out of their hat, they're probably – yeah, fringe playoff team too. I agree. Probably record wise, I would say maybe like eight or eight and nine or nine and eight. Not too great, but they can still make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think obviously if Zach Wilson remains the starter, I, I could very well see a scenario where they do bring in a veteran or something, and he performs poorly, where he gets benched again. I could very well see that. But if he does say the starter, I do think that they're competitive still fringe playoff team because if you look at last year when Zach Wilson was starting for that that little bit I know he was hurt I think so he missed the beginning of the season then he came back they were like I think they were five and one with him as the starter and so that shows that they can win with someone like him at quarterback and then obviously the that one New England game happened that was a disaster and he had the comment and then went all downhill from there. But before that they were five and one with him as a starter. So if they were able to do that last year, I don't see why they can't have similar success this year with someone like with Zach Wilson starting at quarterback. Do I think he can be better than he was last year? I do. Do I think he could be the same? I do. So it's, I'm really not sure if he's going to be the guy this is kind of the year to prove it because this is year three. Now he's kind of had, he's had that wake up call, like Matt said. And if he doesn't deliver, he's really, I don't know if there's much, you know, much more for him. So I, I personally am a little skeptical still about Zach Wilson and the Jets. I could see them finishing nine and eight, though, just because of how talented their team is. And so they'll, they'll still keep, stay competitive, but I, I don't know. I'm still skeptical on, on Zach Wilson personally for this season. So we'll see. Yeah. That was a huge blow when they lost Aaron Rodgers. There was so much hype before the season started for him too. I feel really bad for Jets fans. Yeah. Well, 
to help us with time, because we have about 25 minutes left, we'll move on to our second topic, which is Charles wanted each of us to give a team that overachieved and underachieved. Um, yes, Charles? Actually, that was, don't give me the credit. That was your idea originally. Oh, yeah, I get, yeah, that was my idea. Sorry, that was my idea. Charles, we just, he's just the one who put it into the order. Um, but I liked where we underachieve, overachieve. Um, and let's just give our underachieve and overachieve and let's see if any are similar and then we can kind of talk about them together. Doesn't, it can all, we can all have the same ones if we want to. It doesn't have to be different um, just for the sake of time, you know. Um, but I already have my two kind of picked out but I want to hear from you guys first. Cause I think, I think we might have those similar ones. So let's start with Sam this time. Sam, who is your over overachiever and who is your underachiever? Yeah, I think, think by about, the way, real quick, Sam, also, I think it could be a player too, or something. Yeah, it doesn't it could, have to be a, a team. It, it could, could be, be whatever. Player, okay. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, what, what just came to mind were two teams, um, uh, I think we're all gonna have the same, roughly the same ideas on what teams at least they what teams overachieved and what underachieved. It really did seem like in week one a lot of really uh like hyped up teams underachieved for week one, which is sad to see. I mean, my Chiefs were the same. They sucked. The Patriots were the same, they kind of stuck. The Ravens, I mean, they didn't look great, but they still got the dub. So a win is a win. But um my my picks for overachieving team probably no no not even probably it would definitely have to be the Dolphins, uh, as terms of like a team that really did good and surprised everyone. Tua looked amazing. He it looks like he was a goat out there. I mean, he threw for almost five hundred yards. Him and Tyreek Hill had the best duo looked like in the league by far, and I wish that was Mahomes and Travis Kelsey too. They look so good, but that's besides the point. I think the most underachieving team was definitely the Bills, and that's not even really like a new fresh of the mind thing because they played last. Josh Allen terrible. Like I don't know if he, yeah, I don't know if he's even had a worse game in his career <laughs> besides what happened on Monday. And then the rest of the team didn't look too great. It was awesome to see that Demar Hamlin was on the sideline hanging out and giving support to his teammates, which is great and all to see. But, I mean, strictly performance-wise, there wasn't really anything to help. They should not have lost that game to the Jets. So those are my picks. Sam, with, with two very good picks, I would say they were definitely in my wheelhouse for this conversation. My overachieving team, I'm going to go with the 49ers. Because I thought the 49ers-Steelers game would be a lot more competitive than it was in Pittsburgh. And they really, truly impressed me. And of course, you could say, well, maybe the Steelers are underachievers. And I would say they were. But I just thought how the 49ers looked on offense and defense, it was better than I expected against that kind of team. And, you know, at their place. And Pittsburgh's always a tough opponent, it seems like, for the most part. It was was impressive. So I'm going to give it to the Niners. But there's other good picks out there, too, and obviously the Dolphins and Tua, you know, there were some really good things that happened in that game. My biggest underachiever, I'm going to go, this one might be a little different. I'm going to go with the Bears, Chicago Bears. I watched a lot of that game because it was on 
on the for Fox, uh, the four twenty five game for us. It was it was disappointing. I would say Justin Fields was disappointing. I expected better. I I really did, and they got trounced. And and Justin Fields still with you know. I brought these concerns up. I remember when we talked about the Bears, this was our in-person episode. Remember we had the question and we we're thinking about it. I mean, I know it's week one, but Justin Fields still concerns me as a thrower. And that game didn't really do anything to help me resolve those concerns. So I was disappointed in the Bears effort in that game. The Packers really took it to him. I I expected better. So that's my biggest underachiever. I like those picks. Um, my underachiever was potentially going to be the Bills, but I'm going to go with the Bengals. I thought they underachieved. I know the weather was terrible at Cleveland, but it would be nice to, like, it's weird. It's like if Joe Burrow can't throw, that team loses. Like, Joe Mixon wasn't really working. Like, none of the running games were working. Like, it just was a terrible game. So I would say that was an underachieving team because I thought it would be maybe a little bit closer, you know, than what it was. Um, So there's that. My overachieving team is actually the Rams. And the reason why is because everyone thought they were going to be garbage this year and everything. And they still could be. You know, it's week one, right? Like, I think even last year, I think, who was it that, like, I think it might have been the Bears who won week one, right? And then they lost, Mm -hmm. you know, and up having the number one pick right or whatever it was um but yeah i would say for sure it was the rams that overachieved i mean they beat a good seattle team 30 to 13 in seattle division opponent i think really good um but to kind of be a little different uh, my overachiever for individual would probably be the rookie qb ar-15 Anthony Richardson, their AR five, I think is what it was. I think in I, I think in Florida he was fifteen, um, but he played really well against a good Jacksonville Jaguar team. He threw for I think almost three hundred yards. I think rushed for a touchdown. The thing that sucks is at the very end he did get hurt a little bit. He had like I think it was a leg bruise or something like that. Like he just got hit a little harder. Um, but he's my individual that overachieved. Um, but, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, your teams that you guys chose, like, I definitely agree with all those choices for sure. I mean, the only one I kind of would say maybe wasn't overachieving would be the Dolphins just because I think they are a good team. However, I do like Sam's analysis that, like, Tyreek and Tua probably overachieved for that week. So that that's where I do give you props on that one because I think individually – they did overachieve, therefore making that team overachieve. So I do like that, Sam. But that's what I would say for mine. That Rams pick was was one that I had up there too because that was impressive. And hey, your your BYU guy, that receiver, went crazy. Puka oh, Nakua. Yeah, he was really yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah, and he's gonna obviously probably be one of the top waiver wire pickups for fantasy football. Yeah, he was talking about drafting, um, but then I was like. You kind of made fun of the dynasty one whenever that guy picked Puka Nakua, the BYU guy, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I just and never, I never heard of him, so I was like, oh, who's that? No, I really liked him, and then you were like, oh, what? And so in our league, I was like, should I draft him? Should I not? And I was like, well, I drafted Zach Wilson last year, and he didn't do very well. So I was like, if I don't draft him, then maybe he does well, and 
thankfully I'm one of the crappier teams. So like maybe I can get him at the same time. Like I already have a lot of wide receivers. So anyways, he played really well. I mean, 10 receptions for 119 yards. Uh, he looked really good and he played well for BYU and stuff. He was always our, our good wide wide receiver. And if he was playing, we had a really good shot to win. So he was really good too. Yeah, he looked great. Um, he had 15 targets, too, to add to that on that game, which is pretty ridiculous. So he's definitely going to go up on waivers to some team. A.K.A. Sam. <laughs> I'm not going to reveal which waiver I have, but I'll you just You have the second I, waiver because you were the second worst I, team. I have the second waiver, yeah. I have the second waiver. Matt is the third. But I'll just say my team's going to look pretty bad going into next week if I don't make a waiver move or two because – <laughs> it is it is tough when your QB goes down like that. So <laughs> I gotta do something. Hey, but you got good old Kirky though. Oh yeah, Kirko chains. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm... sorry, Charles. So I was debating with Kevin in our league chat. We we play fantasy on the sleeper app, by the way, for context. Kevin and I were debating. So Deshaun Watson is still on waivers. But Kevin, Kevin was trying to give me crap because Deshaun Watson, he obviously had all those allegations against him. He's not the coolest guy to have on your team. So him and I were debating. I was like, is it really worth it to have Deshaun on my team, even if the QB, even if my starting QB went down? Ultimately, I decided not to, but yeah, I thought that was funny. I was gonna also say, just since we're talking about fantasy, I'm really glad I picked two over Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. So yeah, yeah, Dang. that was a dub. Mo- that was a dub move by you. I did not think two was gonna do the good this season. He could still flop. It's week one. Problems. Yeah, but, hey, that's what we're we're born to do as sports media, uh, exactly. sports media podcasters. We're supposed to overreact to everything. You're right. You're right. <laughs> overreact, we do. So yes, it works out. And, well, it looks like we might be doing some overreacting because we are going to be doing division winners. So I'm excited. we're each going to pick our division winners. Charles, I'm going to ask you to be the scribe to write this down. Oh, you want to write it down. The scribe. So at the year, whenever, you know, our picks are just terrible, we can at least make fun of someone for, oh, my God, you just picked the freaking, you know, Houston Texans to win Super Bowl or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me. Uh... Which which Sam will probably do. But um, oh my gosh. No. Well, we're just we're just doing division, right? Oh, but we're just doing division. Yet. Just division winners. So yeah. Would you boys like to start in the NFC or AFC? Um. Well, I feel like, I feel like the AFC might have some more fireworks, so maybe we do the NFC first. But it's up okay. to you. We have about 15 minutes for this segment. Okay. Yeah, sure. We can all start by giving our NFC picks for whoever wins the division, right? Whoever yeah. wins can win it, right? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I, do you want me? I can just be the moderator and just go, hey, we're going to do this. But then, Sam, we'll have you pick first. Like, okay. Each time you can tell us what you want. We'll okay. do uh, Sam, Charles, and me. Okay. But let's start with the uh, NFC North, uh, not NFC North, NFC East, if that's okay. So, NFC, NFC East. Sam, who do you pick? Okay. Um, obviously, I'm not too, too uh, knowledgeable on NFC teams just because I'm an AFC guy. Chiefs are always in my heart. But NFC East-wise, I mean, 
I don't want to give any credit to the Giants because they had one of the worst games against the Cowboys. But I also don't think the Cowboys are legit. I think people are overreacting a little bit. They don't they haven't seen how bad Dak is, at least for this season. I mean, and the Eagles are tough to compete with. They had an amazing run last year. And I I know this week kind of served as a fluke too. They they were a little bit underwhelming, but I think they'll bounce back. I mean, you have Jalen Hurts at QB. He's turned into one of those elite guys. You can't really go wrong with him. So I would definitely go Eagles for the East. So now I'm going to get mine. Correct. Yep. Okay. I would also just like to apologize. I know we're we're kind of cheating because we've already seen a week now of these teams. We always like to do this before. We weren't able to get it done. So I apologize for that on our behalf. All right. NFC East. You know, Eagles are a good pick. Matt and I both picked them last year, but they just don't look as talented to me. And I just got to say it, not saying they're not playoff success, but how about them Cowboys? I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win the NFC East. Oh, my gosh. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that they're better than the Eagles by a little bit. But in classic Cowboy fashion, they'll probably choke in the playoffs. So, But that doesn't mean they're not going to win the division. So, Cowboys. That's true. I believe it hasn't been since 2000 and I think is it nine or eight, something like that. There hasn't oh, been yeah. Before. What is that streak? Let me look that up. I think it's nine. Um, but I'm also going to channel my inner Skip Bayless and say, how, how about them boys? Got to go with the Cowboys on this one. Gosh. By the way, 2004 was the last – the Sorry, Eagles was the last time to win back-to-back NFC East titles. That is absurd to me. So there you go. So how about them yeah. boys? We gotta keep. We gotta keep the the streak alive, man. That's so true. now let's go to probably maybe one of the worst divisions, uh, the NFC North. Sam, really one of the worst divisions? I thought you were gonna say the NFC South. I said one of, not the worst, but one of. That's true. That's There's true. about three divisions that are pretty terrible. And two of them. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, the NFC North is awesome, I think. I mean, I think all teams in that division is going to be pretty exciting, especially after Jordan Love balling out for the Packers. I would have said before this week happened, kind of like Charles said, we have a little bit of cheating going on because we watched the games already. But I mean, the Packers look awesome, and I would have said originally that they would have been the worst team in that division, but I'm not too sure now. It might it might even be the Vikings. I mean, it's hard to say that because I love Kirk, even outside of fantasy. I think we all love Kirk a little bit, but um, if I were to choose one team to win that division, God, I don't know. I mean – I think I would have to buy into the hype and say the Lions will win the division. It I know it's a long shot, like on paper, but I really want them to win that division. Okay. So you're going with the Lions for the NFC North? Yeah, I'm going Lions. Yeah, I, I remember when we did our in-person episode and we it was the Bears segment. I'm pretty sure I thought the Vikings were gonna win, but that was back in May. And as a, as the offseason wore on, I just kept thinking I just kept maybe because you know I'm I'm here now or I'm real close. As much as as good as the Packers looked, and I, I know the Lions beat the Chiefs, even if the Lions didn't beat the Chiefs, for example, 
I still think that the Lions are going to win the division this year because the Vikings scared the heck out of me week one, and it's time to, to buy into the hive. I'm going Lions to win the NFC North. I'm also going NFC Lion, uh, NFC Lions, uh, the NFC North champs. Ooh, I'll um, agree. I mean, look who the Packers beat. I think anyone and their mom could beat the Bears right now. So, <laughs> I mean, that's like now if the Packers play the Chiefs and beat them, then I would probably be more into the Packers. But I mean, I think even the freaking Houston Texans could beat the freaking Bears right now by a lot. So I'm going to go Lions. So let's go to the NFC West. I think we all know who this winner is going to be. So, Sam? Yeah. Um, I just want to say, Matt, the Texans are catching a lot of strays from you today. Well, they haven't done much lately. So. They, that is true. They haven't. But, um, yeah, I would kind of agree the NFC West is pretty lopsided as for now. There's two absolute garbage teams in the Cardinals and the Rams. It, it it sucks because I want to see the Cardinals do good, but they've they're not gonna be good for a while at least. And like Charles said, the 49ers look almost perfect, especially against the Steelers at home, too. You can't not vote against the 49ers. So I'm going 49ers. Charles. You said also that the Rams are garbage, but look what they did to the Seahawks. The Seahawks look garbage, if anyone. Yeah, this is, is true. one of the easiest easiest divisions. 49ers, top to bottom, look great. Brock Purdy is him. So, 49ers. I'm also going uh, 49ers, Brock Purdy. So, and then <laughs> 49ers, South, Brock Purdy. Yeah, we can, just, we can just skip that. NFC South now. <laughs> I think I gave a prediction of who I thought was going to win the NFC South like a long time ago. And I don't know if you boys remember, but I'm sticking with that team. Do you know who it is? No, it's... You have a 25% chance just to get it right off gas. That's true. That was a while ago, Matt. I don't know. The NFC South, I think of any divisions in the NFC, at least, they're... I mean, it's kind of a wild card. Which team would make it out of there? So, what was your... What was the team that you picked, Matt? Can't say yet. Looks like you have to wait. So, Sam, what team are you... Okay. Okay, I'll give my pick first. Well, the only solid team on paper, at least, I'm not really basing this off of how they performed week one. Um, it definitely would have to go to the Saints. I mean, I still kind of love the Saints with Olave, and then they have that new addition in Derek Carr. He's definitely not a bad QB to play around, at least. So... I don't know. It's tough between the Saints and then I'd also have to give some credit to the Panthers. I mean, I still want to buy into that Bryce Young hype, even though he sucked week one. But he's a rookie. He's a rookie and he was a he was a top QB in the draft last season. But I'd still probably have to go Saints. I think yeah. Sam, you need to change your profile. Instead of saying Sam, it says Skip. Skip. You're not going with the, the Baker Bucks? The the, the Falcons, <laughs> bro. They they beat your Panthers like pretty good. Yeah, I I mean they did, but I wouldn't say pretty good. I mean Bijan, he was I, he was him, but okay. So I, so- I think the Panthers obviously Bryce Young is going to be a great quarterback in the future, but I don't think this year they're going to have much success. But what about you, 
Charles. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Saints too. Most well-rounded. I like the Falcons, but I don't like Desmond Ritter. He scares the heck out of me. I can't pick them just off of that. I'm going Saints. I also was going Saints as well, even before that. So that was my team. So had a feeling. Let's go to the AFC now, and let's go to the AFC South. Let's just get the two probably worst divisions done. So okay, here we go. Everyone, your choose your winner on three. Whoa. One, two, three. Texans. No, stop <laughs> No, this was <laughs> like along with the NFC West, like the easiest to pick. The Jags yeah, have to be it's the a division Jack. winner. It has yeah. to be them. We could probably just all say on like count of three, too, just to speed things up a little bit. That's what Matt wanted to do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we can, we can do one, two, three for the AFC team. Okay. Let's, let's do that. Let's And then we can discuss after we say. All right. Okay. AFC yeah. team. Okay, um, let's go with the AFC West now. Okay. Oh, okay. ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Cheese. Oh, easy. Look at that. One hundred percent. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think the other teams still. I don't okay. Know. Too much hype around them. AFC North. You ready? Ooh. Yep. Two, one. Browns. Bengals. Bengals. Oh, Browns. Browns. Yeah. What? Nah, dude, you're buying too much of the yeah, hype. Give your explanation. Go on. I I wanted to do Bengals, but at the same time, I knew that all of us were going to choose Bengals, and we really haven't chosen anyone differently lately. Um, but I'm going to go with the Browns just because I like their run game with Nick Chubb. I think he's probably one of, if not the best running back, probably. In the AFC, um, I mean, obviously you have Eckler and you have CMC as well um, in the NFC, but I think Nick Chubb's one of the best. Deshaun Watson, I think, will get better. He has Amari Cooper. You have uh, uh, Peoples-Jones and you have Elijah Moore. That defense looked good with Miles Garrett and with Zaire Smith as defensive end. I think they're going to be a tough out. It's between them and the Bengals. I just wanted to be different, and so I'm going to choose the Browns. Not the Ravens, even? No. No, they're probably no. third place. I think, I think I Ravens do, are, are actually going to challenge. Those, I think all three of those teams make the playoffs, though. I think you have three right. from the AFC. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think the Bengals still – they Joe Burrow and the Bengals started slow last year. I think they'll, they'll get in their rhythm and win the division. And I also think the Ravens – are going to get in the rhythm later on in the year. And I could see them winning the division, but I still got to go Bengals because I think they're just the best team still. Joe Burrow will figure it out. Don't, I'm not worried about them right now. I appreciate, Matt, I appreciate the parody in picking different teams, though. Like the last few divisions we have picked the same exact team. So it's yeah. more fun to be different. Give them a little bit of spice, you know what I'm saying? Like Exactly. Yeah. I gotta say though, this the last division was probably the hardest to pick for me. This was the toughest decision. The uh, so shall we say on three? Wait, so what was it, Sam? One division. Which division are we talking about? Don't you know? You've been following track with what we've already picked. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't we haven't picked the East or yeah. The South. Exactly. We're the East. We did pick the South. No, he said the East. We haven't picked the East. Oh no, we have not picked the East. That's yeah, that's 
That's the one. This was the toughest decision for I me personally. I the best for last. That's yeah, this is this is a good one. Okay. okay. So on three, three, two, one, Dolphins. Dolphins. Patriots. Bro, what? What do we? So hold on. We have who? Honestly, dude, I I still. Oh man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Patriots. Patriots, okay, Sam. I said Dolphins too. I said Dolphins. Well, really? I think, I think Mac Jones right. is going to have a little bit of a rebound year, and their defense is tough. I know they lost to the Eagles, but it was a close game, and the Eagles are a good team. So, Bills no, scare me, and I know the Dolphins looked great, but I'm I'm not buying into it just yet. Their defense did get kind of shredded. You got to remember. So that's true. That is you know, true. I'm just – I'm going with – I'm going – you know what? It's been too long. I, maybe it'll backfire, but I just think the I, Patriots are going to go like 11-6 and six and it'll be enough to win the division. I think that would definitely backfire, but good on <laughs> you for being bold. Hey, I like it. Be bold. And, I mean, hey, their defense, you know, is going to be top 10. It's been top 10 for the last, like, what, five, six years? Bill O'Brien is back at court as a – Yeah. Mac Jones, basically, if they don't start in a 16-0 hole, the Patriots probably win that game. And they had a chance to very late. They had a, they had that, um, was it, fumble recovery, right? And then yeah. I think they just well, couldn't. It was just the one pick six. If that doesn't happen, they win. But Mac Jones looked better. And his, I mean, people, I think people were too hard on him. He was good his rookie year. Like, he was a pretty solid quarterback. He was a Pro Bowl alternate. So, like, Mac Jones can play in this league. Obviously, last year didn't go well. A lot of things were weird. So, I think he got a lot of crap. I think he's better than people kind of give him credit for. Hey, I like it. So, Patriots, Dolphins, and I think we don't – I mean, the only thing is the Bills, I like. I just don't like – I think the offense, there's not as much there as I thought there was, but maybe there could be. Um, but it's if Tua stays healthy, I think the Dolphins have the best offense in that division, and I think that helps because all of those – Defenses are pretty good, except for probably the Dolphins. But then again, you also get Jalen Ramsey back mm-hmm. about six or seven. So that helps. So, yeah, I was going to say, too. That yeah. was, yeah, Dolphins, Bills, and Jets. I all could were – or not Jets, sorry. Dolphins, Bills, and Patriots were all – I was – like all- I said, it was really tough. I Honestly, any of them can win. And I had a tough time deciding – Honestly, so that's why I said it was the toughest decision to pick. But I'm gonna be bold. Matt picked the Browns, so I was like, I'm going Patriots. There we go. There we go. Come on, Sam has with an outro. I think we're. I think we're done. I think we're good. Oh, we're set. We're set. Yes, we're good. All right. Well, we we got all our teams in. We got some a little bit of trash talking. That's what. That's what's fun. The NFL season is finally back. We're back in that that fantasy football mood too, so we're all set. We're gonna have a good time, and hopefully, we're gonna be back soon in the next few days at least. So, thank you guys for joining us again. This has been episode thirty, big three zero of the Win Is a Win podcast. Uh, I'm Sam, Sam Cookie, Charles, H Double, Matt, Matty B. We are signing off. See you guys. Peace.